Hello, my loves. So today's episode is on perfectionism. And it is from a recent masterclass that I hosted called Duality. If you want to get all of those replays, that is free to you. It's three days of trainings. You can find that just by messaging me or my team over on Instagram, either on my personal page, which is it's Laura Patricia Martin, so at it's Laura Patricia Martin, or over on our Healing to Happy page at Healing to Happy. Healing to Happy is T-O, not the number two because it gets confused. Um, And we will send you the guide and downloadable for this. So you can get started and start working with duality, leading with a healing heart. And we talked about perfectionism, which is what you're going to hear today. We talked about imposter syndrome and we talked about, you know, that feelings of not feeling ready yet, which often happens when we're in the grieving process. Like life has to stop and the world is heavy and, you know, how can I be teaching this, showing up for work, doing these kind of things, especially for my entrepreneur ladies, walking with a healing heart. So in this session, that's what we're talking about, the perfectionism around that and how to release this and step into our power and walking with that duality. If any of this is aligning with you and you want to jump in right now, we have Unbreakably Bold, which is an eight-week group program all around exactly that, being unbreakably bold, stepping into your confidence, stepping into your self-leadership. We're going to start with talking about the science and the soul around the health and the nervous system and how that really works so that you can understand how your body works. Because when we're going through stuff like, and we're stuck in this panic attack and we're stuck in self-sabotage and we're stuck in these things, it can feel confusing. It can feel unearthing. And so we're breaking that down with some science and then we're going to step into that is radically up your confidence levels and then moving into self-leadership so that you can have this voice, so you can have this magnetism and create this impact with your soul, with your purpose. This is for any woman that has been through trauma and heartbreak and wanting to really create the life of her dreams, feeling connected to it, creating this impact, doing something that leaves a legacy. You know, it can be in sales, it can be in entrepreneurship, it can be in, you know, consulting, it can be in real estate. It's it's these areas of our life that are impacted greatly by the relationship we have with ourselves, which is a huge indicator of where our life is headed. So this is gonna be a group program. This is eight weeks. This is this is how I've changed my business, how I've changed my relationships, how I've created, you know, magnetism in my life, in my businesses, in my friendships and things of that nature. So if you want to get in on that, it's by application only. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes. Without further ado, I'll see you on the other side. Learn pretty people. I am so excited for day three of the Duality Masterclass. Today we're going to be talking all about perfectionism and how we get can get trapped in this perfectionism cycle and get lost in our little narratives and all these kind of things and what this actually means and what this limits us to. So if you're someone that is experiencing this, I don't know, this obsession, this like, you know, needing to get things right and you see this getting in your way and you're needing to get the healing process correct and needing to get this, you know, conversation just right, this PowerPoint just right, this sale just right, like all these different elements and you're seeing how this is getting in the way. And today is going to be so good for you because this was my, I am 
let the finish the song finish. I'm sorry, I keep doing that today. Um, but this is one of my biggest roadblocks in life, if I'm being completely honest with you. And it has been the most pivotal thing for me to release, especially in the navigation of healing my body and healing my disordered eating patterns and healing you know, just the way that I do relationships with people because we want it to be perfect. You know, we want it to be like that fairy tale that we saw in the Disney movies and all that kind of stuff. So let's breathe and land here and be here and expand here so that we can really roll out day three with just this, you know, I can't even find the right word for it, but just this like expansion, right? So let me know, how did your homework go yesterday? Diving into the whole um, imposter syndrome and what's underneath that and what's the sphere underneath the imposter syndrome of why we need it to be this way or what we're ready for, right? Like we get lost in that phrase all the time, like when I'm ready, I'll do X, Y, Z. And it's like, what does ready even mean? What is, what is that? You know, I would love to hear how your homework assignment went. Um, and then to enter the draw for today, it's to go and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel. So you guys did podcast yesterday and YouTube today, and then we'll put you in the draw for someone that wins a lovely little lunch on me. So we just have to do that. I'll put the link in this after we're done. Um, and then just so you know, tomorrow afternoon is when the early pre-launch for unbreakably bold and so the $1,500 when usually it is $2,222 so it's a delicious thing we'll talk more about that at the end of this because I just really do want to just jump in and get you the most value straight off when we get started but I will talk about that at the end but that does end tomorrow at noon eastern standard time so let's talk about perfectionism because the big thing that I never grasped was I thought perfectionism meant value Right, like I thought that was like, you know, we're trained as kids, color perfectly in between the lines. Otherwise, you get smacked or act a certain way, make sure your room looks this certain way, make sure your clothes are this kind of certain way, like make it perfect. Otherwise, we won't be accepted. Otherwise, we won't belong. Otherwise, whatever. And we feel that way in our emotions too, at least I did. I felt that way. Where it was like, if I have a negative emotion, I actually just closed out um module four inside of sacred singlehood all around like sacred anger but we were told no we can't have these negative emotions because it makes you unperfect i guess would be the word in that stance but it makes you you know not squeaky clean because we can't handle the anger we can't handle the sadness we can't handle the emotion other than you know steady state calm but that doesn't really benefit many people does it? I mean, it doesn't let you be your full expression, but we create this narrative in our head where like, that is what perfect is. If I am, you know, my highlight reel all the time, if I am always put together, if I am living this certain life, if I'm eating a certain way, if my body looks this way, if my relationship acts this way, if I make this much money, then I quote unquote hit my peak and I feel perfect. But what about for those days when that's not what's happening. You're going through a breakup or you've had a financial scare or your health isn't acting as it does or, you know, your family is in a tiff or 
life gets lifey. Like, what is that? And so if our validation comes from perfectionism and our validation and our sense of self-worth comes from perfectionism, what, where does that leave us at the end of the day? And so the message I want to lead with is duality and perfectionism, they don't coexist. They don't come together. Because at the end of the day, perfectionism is a symptom of lack of self-trust, is a symptom of wounded masculine energy, the need for control, the need for aggression, the need for, you know, all those kind of things in the wounded masculine that we start to see, um, distance, uh, fight or flight, like these kind of areas in our life. It's the relationship of not, it's procrastination at the end of the day, right? Like. When we are seeking perfection in things, there's a lot of times when shit doesn't get done. And it feels like there is because we fill our time with busy work. We fill our time with, you know, if I am perfectly healing my heart right now, if I am perfectly making this product suite right now, if I am perfectly studying for this exam right now, if I am perfectly doing whatever, like we stay so busy. Like if I can just get this line so perfect, if I can just get my house to look this way, if I can get my body and my like cellulite not to look this way and my wrinkles to not look that way, like then it'll be, I'll be lovable. I'll be worthy. I'll be what have you. And going back to what we talked about yesterday when we were talking about comparison, there is healthy forms of quote unquote perfectionism. Like there's healthy perfectionism and then there's maladaptive perfectionism but we learn these in childhood, right? We learn a healthy stance on this in childhood. The healthy perfectionism, that would be, you know, you have something happen, you have healthy goals, right? Like you have this challenge in life that you wanna succeed. I wanna be a seven-figure business owner. I wanna write this book. I wanna have this type of relationship. I want to have this type of body because I want this health to lead my way. I want these kind of things. I have this challenge. And the healthy side of that is like, I'm going to experience failure because that's life. That's the one guarantee that we can have in life is that we're gonna fail a few fucking times and we're gonna succeed from those failures. That's a healthy perfectionism, right? I'm going to do my best and we're gonna get into that best versus perfectionism, but I'm gonna do my thing. I'm going to go about this challenge. I'm going to continue to grow one of the human needs. I'm going to continue to, you know, go against this uncertainty versus certainty aspect. And I'm okay if I fail because I'm just going to reassess what I did right, what I did wrong, what I want to do differently. And I'm going to go at it again. Healthy. Maladaptive. Things that we learned of self-protection mechanisms or uh, just life. You know, growing up and the things that we experience. Oh my God, so many friendly faces. Hi, beautiful people. Um, growing up, the maladaptive one is we have these unrealistic goals. And I don't even like saying that really because every goal can be realistic if we truly believe in the, if we truly believe in life and our limitless potential and creating the life that we desire and being passionate and being curious and doing all this kind of stuff. So not really unrealistic goals, but just like, you know, those big, like, I want to learn to fly things. I don't know, like something way out there. 
But what makes it maladaptive is the fact that when we fail, because we will, we either become obsessed with it, we lose ourselves to it because I cannot fail. You know those kids like in middle school, if they got like a B and they're like, ah, and they like freak out and you're like, I got like a D, what do you mean? Um, but we do this obsession where like, I need to get it right, I need to get it perfect. We see this a lot in our relationship dynamics and our, you know, codependency kind of tendencies and our attachment styles. I need to get it perfect. Or, fuck, I failed, I'm never touching that again. I was both of these for so long, not realizing it was a trauma response. I was very much clingy in the relationship codependency aspect, right? Like that's where the perfectionism for me came through with partners I shouldn't have been staying with as long as I did, but because I had this idea of the narrative of how I wanted it to go, I became obsessed with fixing it. And yes, relationships take work, but you shouldn't be fixing it all the time. It should be more play than it is work at the end of the day. It should be giving you life, not stealing your life. And that may feel crunchy for some of you, because I know if I heard that even a few months ago, I would have been like, <laughs> like what have you but it is the truth at the end of the day just like your friendships give you life just like your work should be giving you life just like all these kind of things and I know sometimes that isn't always the case but at the end of the day there's things we can do to make it not an energy leak but an energy gainer even though there's some things just like our jobs and things like that that we have to be doing how can we create more of it as a life-giving force and to see see the positives within it but I saw that very much in that you know, perfectionism stance in my life. I needed my relationship to be a certain way. I needed my business to be a certain way. Like I was working 16 hour days. I never said no. I showed up for everything. And I feel like every entrepreneur has every story of that. Like we build business 1.0 version of our business. And then we get to a point where it's just like, wow, I built my entire business out of a trauma response. Let me try this again. And there's so many evolutions within this lifetime, right? Like this is why I love Unbreakably Bold because it's like, let's start that chapter two of our lives. Like let's do this bold thing a little bit different and regulate our body in a certain way. But that was a big thing I saw as well where it was like, let me go into creating Healing the Happy 1.0 version We've had like four renditions of the same company and I'm sure we're going to have plenty more as we go. But also a point of releasing perfectionism. It's like we're just going to show up and do our best. But, you know, wanting to be validated for how successful the company would be. Wanting my worth was so tied to my achievements. Right? How many magazines can I be in? How many stages can I speak on in literally one week? How many, you know, events can I be asked to speak at? How many places can I, you know, plant this all over? And it's not to say any of that is bad. I still very much do that, but in a regulated body, in a confident body, not in a way of like, I'm saying yes because this gives me my validation. I'm saying yes because I love my baby and it feels good. And I also say no a lot more. You know, and it's holding that bold leadership where it's like, it doesn't have to be perfect. 
it just has to be what's working for me right now. And then on the other side of it, the avoidance, that's so common. I do that. I see that a lot in like sports. Like I'm a very, I was a very athletic person. So if I was bad at a sport, I'd be like, I'm not even trying it because I don't want to be bad. And I see this a lot with people that are thinking of joining in my programs or joining in my mentorship or things like that. It's like, I want to do it, but I don't want to be bad. I don't want to do it wrong. Where does that come from? Because when we're going in on our life, when we're going on a self-development journey or a healing journey, whether it's with food, whether it's with health, whether it's with wealth, whether it's relationships, like what have you, can we really get that wrong? If you truly believe in the core of the core that you are the best ROI that you will ever have, can you really get that wrong? And so I started to think about this because this is one of the core wounds I've had to work through over I was just doing an interview the other day, uh, yesterday where we were talking about it, where it's like entrepreneurship and relationships are the things that will show you your fucking shadows. And if you don't sit in that and heal that, it's like gonna perpetuate the cycle. And like, we have to get passionately curious about our bodies and the way they feel and the way they show up and all this kind of stuff. So I remember feeling this like, whatever, avoidant tendency, not wanting to look. And I was like, what? is that like where the fuck did i learn that and it goes back to childhood right like being a good girl and if you weren't good at something well then you were a bad girl simple as that and it's like silly things too like getting, I don't know, I guess getting to class on time is kind of important, but like, you know, looking back in hindsight, it's like, it's not much about my character. If I really look at it, it's just belonging, like the schoolgirls at school and wanting to fit in and wanting to do this, wanting my body to be a certain way and wanting to be noticed by boys and having this hypersexuality and doing these kind of things and building this whole persona that I then had to shed. But it was to make up for the fact of not being good in other arenas. Like if I'm loud enough here, I can avoid this little shadow over here that I'm not perfect in. So let me like hyper obsess and excel at this arena. And let me not look at this arena because this arena makes me feel bad about myself and I can't handle feeling bad about myself because I can't be angry and I can't be sad and I can't be lonesome and I can't play the victim and I can't do these things. Like I can't have a shadow self. So let me get hyper aware of where I am perfect and become so at attached my identity to that belief. Does that land with you? Have you experienced something like that? Whether it's in business, whether it's in creating something, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in your health, have you experienced something similar to that? And the thing about that is when we're going after something that's perfect, we eventually get to the spot in life where we have all that. And we have a void. 
It doesn't feel like home. It doesn't feel safe. This is why you see some of the wealthiest people committing suicide or being drug addicts or, you know, not having healthy relationships. Like there's this whole notion around wealthy people being assholes. Which isn't true. I'm surrounded by many of them. It is not true. They're the sweetest people. It just depends what arena you're in. And if we come from a space of like, I think these external things will validate my existence and will somehow give me this form of self-trust and control. We end up never being satisfied. Always wanting more. Always seeking more. Always feeling like we're never good enough. But you are. You know, a phrase my mentor always says is, you were born worthy and nothing has changed. Alpha Femme, if anyone was curious. <laughs> and that's the truth of it. Because the difference in how we navigate life, the best lesson I have learned in, you know, healing my trauma, in building relationships, and having healthy attachments to things and healing my eating disorders and all of my health issues and all these kind of things is it's about giving your best not being perfect and so i can think and i have you know like when i do my lives and when i do my mass classes i can be a dick to myself sometimes and then I have to check myself and being like, is that your best? And I can guarantee every time I am here with you or in my programs or with my clients and in my one-on-ones or in the masterminds, it's my best. And my best looks different every single fucking day. Sometimes I'm in my jammies and my cozies and I really was this morning too. Like I was in my like sweats and I was like, that wouldn't be your best girl. Put your clothes on, put your lipstick on, let's go. Like. It's that conversation where it's like, it doesn't need to be perfect. I'm gonna fumble on my words. I'm gonna go blah, 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 like 800 times because I speak too fast sometimes. I'm gonna forget the points that I'm saying and say, um. I'm gonna probably send the wrong email to someone. I will send the wrong links to someone. Like even yesterday, I almost showed up at the wrong time. <laughs> Just because I got the time zones confused. Like, the point of life and like living unbreakably bold and the whole thing, right, is to be in your full expression of yourself, to be radically honest of, hey, my heart is really sad right now, but I'm still gonna leave this for you guys because this is the definition of duality. Or I'm, you know, I've had clients where it's like, they're struggling with their relationship to food while they're, you know, healing their trauma, while they're healing their IBS, while they're healing their anxiety. They have all these things going on. But they click submit to the applications. They show up to every call. They ask deep questions. That's leadership. That is so much bravery. That's why I fucking adore my job because it shows the power and the magnitude that people hold. Because you will give it your best and that's gonna look every single day. It's not compare, it's 
we sit and we do this comparison of like where I want to be, right? Like that future version of me, where I want to be. And that's perfect. I fucking love goal getters. I love the whole thing. Like such a vibe, love being in a room with them. And is it a healthy motivator? Because we sit in the comparison of being like, well, I'm not there yet. So might as well do this. I'm not there yet. So who cares how my branding is? I'm not, you know, seven figures yet. You know, I'm not there yet, so I haven't healed my body and my, like, health issues yet, so who cares if I hit the snooze button or if I binge on the weekend or if I eat these foods? Like, who cares? I'm not there yet. And that's a symptom of perfectionism, isn't it? Not being there yet, which is what we started out on day one. But if we're giving our best every single day and we start living as if the future was now, how would that be? How would you show up? What's the conversation you have with yourself? What are the conversations you have with your partner, with your friendships, who you choose to surround yourself with, how the information you take in, the food you take in. Like I can tell the way someone treats themselves and the way that they feel about themselves based on the way they speak based on what they're eating, based on, you know, how their work ethic, like there is so much indicator of people and their self-respect and their boldness just by the way that they act. And you can see it. And so when we're looking at this whole perfectionism thing and being like, okay, like I am wanting to make these leaps. I'm wanting to change. Like I am so tired of repeating my cycles. I'm so tired of having the same conversation with myself every morning and every night. I'm so tired of my quarreling thoughts and the anxiety that feels like it's like taking over all the time and stealing my joy. I'm so tired of this. To what extent? And can you look at something and go, okay, I see how my perfectionism, the need to get my, I did this with my healing, right? Like I sat and I was like, I need to check. I need to wake up at 5 a.m. I need to get sunlight. I need to watch the sunrise. I need to meditate. I need to journal. I need to do gratitude. I need to do yoga. I need to do breath work. I need to do this all before I go teach a whole bunch of children by 630 in the morning. I needed to get my healing perfect. But all that did was highlight all the ways that I wasn't perfect. Because sometimes I'm fucking tired in the morning. So like today, I did not meditate. I will later though, because whatever, I need to. Um, I journaled for maybe one page. <laughs> And then I got distracted making a reel because I got excited about something that I'm doing. Like, where in your life can you let the human come in and watch your life come to life? I love that. Life come to life. Because the more of you you bring to the table, the more you live. And when we can sit there and be like, this is the best version of me today. Tomorrow it's going to be totally different. And it's not lesser or worse. But when you're going through something like a heartbreak or an illness or a loss or a divorce or all of the things in between, there is no fucking manual on this. There's none. 
And I know I lead a course on sacred singlehood, but that's not the step-by-step protocol by three weeks, your heart will be healed. It's an invitation to you in your heart and to walk you through in the women in that. It's just blowing my mind. But it's the way they heal is going to be different from the way that I heal. The way I'm healing is different from the way my best friend is healing. But we can, we can sit in the pain and have the conversations and I can listen to the advice she gives and we can hold space and we can co-regulate and we can do these kind of things, but it's different. So when we're going through something, how can we get our healing perfect if it's different every single day? How can we get our leadership perfect if our body is doing something different every single day? But we're constantly comparing comparing the in-between that we're in right now, the creation, the pre-log, pro, whatever it's called, prelude? What's the thing in a book that they write before the book actually starts? I think it's a prelude, so we're going to go with that. The prelude before the chapter begins. We're like, this is the setting, and here's what was going on, and here, whatever. We're in that space in between our, from our chapter one to our chapter two, and we're in this, like, little space in between. Comparing it out of fear to the past, whether it's, you know, I'm not as fit as I was when I was fucking 15, Or, you know, I had more energy when I was here or remember this relationship here and this is how that was. Or we're like fearing it. That's how I was. I was so afraid of my old self because she was so angry and she was just this party gremlin that was just looking for a dopamine hit all the time. Like I was so afraid of her. So I thought in my chapter two that I was like, okay, so if I get this perfectly perfect, I'll be loved. I'll be accepted, I'll be worthy, I'll be seen, I'll belong, I'll have this confidence. So I followed every diet perfectly, became orthorexic, became so tiny, became even more sick, even though the whole purpose of it was to get more healthy. I just kept making myself worse because I didn't pay attention to my nervous system and my trauma. You know, I wanted to get my relationship with myself so perfect that I isolated myself. I made every single thing about me All my friends' schedules were about me. You know, I was always working and they would sit by me and like I didn't give them my full heart. And then I was wondering why I didn't feel loved and why I didn't feel like I belonged. I, you know, ran my business in such, like there are so many things where it was like, I thought because I was so afraid of the past version of myself, let me get my present perfect. living through checklists wondering why i never felt free or playful or like me like i always felt like there was this just like other alternate reality version of me somewhere where i was like she exists i swear i just am trying to find her 
but I'm so afraid that I won't get a perfect so I don't really know so I'm just gonna keep following these checklists because if I color outside the lines I heard that's a bad thing to do in childhood so I'm not gonna do it again and da 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 this whole thing happens but the choice that you have now the choice that you have from doing this master class from connecting in here to doing the kind of things is that right now you're getting ready for that future version of yourself everything you're doing Everything you've experienced, all the hiccups, all the trauma, all the life experiences, all the heartbreaks, all the people you've met, all the people you've distanced, all the family dynamics, all of it was to get you here. And you see that, I'm sure. And so looking at your life right now, what are we doing to get to that future self? Because I hear a lot, I hear a lot, especially with women that want to enroll in programs or work with me. It's, I'll do that when, dot, 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 when I'm healthier, when my relationship's more stable, when, you know, my finances are more in order, when I'm not, I don't know, traveling as much, if people are still doing that nowadays, but that was a big one back in the day, when I'm not as tired, when I'm not as bitter, when I'm not as angry, it's like, when I'm not as busy, like, that time will never come. It never comes. That's our perfectionism coming in. When I can create the most perfect time in my life to feel like I'm fully ready, to feel like Whatever narrative will help you feel ready, enough, confident, belonging, deserving, what have you, then I will dot, dot, dot. But how would you be showing up to your life if right now was the creation of that? This concept changed my entire life. And still does. I show up to do these things for the future version of myself. I'm showing up to my breakup right now the way I want to tell this story to my daughter one day. I'm showing up in the way, and I've, and I've done this since I made the choice to, right? Like it was literally a declaration in the sand of like, I'm done being reactive to life. I am now responsible for my life. Let's move. And it was scary and I dragged my feet and I went back to where my nervous system was in self-sabotage and self-protection and it took a few years, inch by inch, but inch by inch it got better. And so what is that thing for you right now to be looking at of like, okay, I understand I'm walking with duality right now. I understand this is happening in my relationship. I understand my health isn't at peak. I understand my career is doing this right now. I understand there's so many gray areas in my life right now and I'm doing something about it. Beyond just reading articles on the internet and watching free things, I'm doing something about it. I'm putting two feet in because I'm worth it. What is that declaration for you right now? Whether that's unbreakably bold or whether that's something else in your life, there is something that is coming up in your subconscious. It is not just like a, I don't know. This goes back to the conversation yesterday we were talking about that I don't know statement. We usually know we just don't want to pull the trigger. 
but we stay in this cycle because I will be ready when everything's perfect. When perfection is just a symptom of lack of self-trust. And you might be saying, well, Laura, like, well, perfect isn't bad. Like, I, I want things to be perfect. I want, you know, all this stuff. I, I like things to be a certain way. I like whatever X, Y, Z. This is where it comes in, though. Intentionality is a fucking vibe. Being intentional with your life, yes. Showing up, setting the scene. How I set my office, people would think it's batshit. I light the candles, I set the vibe, I have the plants, I get the roses, I do all the things prior. Because I'm intentional with the things. An example of this, right? I thought I needed to get my diet perfect. Perfect. In the way of, I have the right macros, I have the right, I weigh my food, I have my thing, I obsess about calories and colors and diversity and the things I thought I had to get fucking perfect. I thought for years wondering why the hell am I still so chronically ill? From hormonal imbalances to skin flare-ups to my hair falling out to my like body doing weird things to IBS, like it was... I mean, if you guys have been around from that, let me know. Have you guys been around since the gut times? I mean, it was pretty recent um, that I was still coaching on that. Not that I had it. It's been a few years since I've had that. But I thought I had to get it perfect. Not realizing there was zero intention when I was consuming it. I'd be consuming it on the train, I'd be on the go, I'd be forgetting to eat because I was so strung out on cortisol, like all these things. There was not an intention. It was not this pleasure-based way it is now, where it's like, I love my meal times. It's the time when I get to check in on myself and have conversations with myself. We talked about this in Maven's Metabolism of just making it that time of the day where you're just like, like being more intentional on that sitting outside plate like I have an obsession everything's always plated I don't like take out food always plating it making it nice like it doesn't need to be perfect it could be a freaking hamburger sometimes it is but it's intentional I'm sitting there I'm tasting it I'm present with it that among other things like restoring my metabolism healed my health because if your body is stuck in fight or flight and there's a whole protection mechanism and protection uh, perfection mechanism that puts your body into fight or flight and raises your cortisol levels, you can't heal when your body's stuck in that. That's why those that have anxiety and those that have depression and those that have panic attacks and trauma responses, they often have other health issues, right? Like that's, that's my line of work. Um, and to help women navigate that and alchemize it and turn it into fucking gold and do awesome things. But that was a huge one for me. I'm just kind of realizing there was no joy in my life. It was just how can I prevent pain from happening again? And that meant controlling it all. 
But on the other side of that is just feeling like you don't belong or like no one understands you or you're always doing it wrong or you're always behind, you're always left behind. But what I can tell you to be true is when you do the work to figure that out and understand that no amount of the perfect diet, no amount of the perfect relationship or perfect financial situation or things, house, car, clothes, external things, when you realize that's just an extension and that only amplifies who you already are, your life feels like a co-creation with the universe. It feels like the most sacred place you can land, the safest, authentic place you can land. And sure, sometimes there's hiccups and sometimes there's breakups and sometimes there's financial scares and there's business pivots and there's employee problems and there's friendship issues. Like, of course, that's life. But if you're not looking to have a perfect life, you're just looking to create the best. Can't really fuck it up. <laughs> and it all comes from understanding your shadow, understanding these parts of duality, of making peace with the polarities and the duality of life. And so if you're someone that's going through this right now and you're having the same thoughts I had where it's like I'm going through this really hard time in my relationship maybe if I fix everything if I you know get more quiet if I I don't know have my diet look a certain way if I do this much in my business if I do this and we start to move ourselves around okay yeah um, and we start to move our things around and we're looking at these external things. Is there a way you can claim a sacred pause right now? To really reflect on that. Of like, what is this perfectionism that I'm trying to create for this problem? What is this perfectionism protecting me from? What's that fear underneath it? And then following that, what's on the other side of that fear? Because it is okay to have wild dreams, to have big goals, to go after things, to chase the world in this mountain without a peak. Like it is so, it's so okay. But let that just be something that motivates you. Not something that you're doing to define you or that's rooted in the fear or thinking it's going to save the relationship or the business or the things. Like, it is just deepening what you are in your core. Mm, oh, I'm so happy, Kia. Does that make sense? It's just really looking at this thing of like, where is perfectionism getting in the way of my life? Where is it stealing my joy? 
Because my perfectionism kept me from relationships, kept me from friendships, kept me from pivoting my business when I wanted to pivot it years ago. Kept me from ever feeling like anyone ever understood me or that I'd ever belong. It was like keeping this shell around me that was like, hey, if you keep this tight enough, you'll stay safe. Because life has thrown you some sticky pickles. So if you don't rock the boat, it'll stay safe. But if we're staying safe, safety is important. That is, that is a nervous system job. But if we're staying protected, I guess, and we're not growing and we're not you know, chasing uncertainty, we're not doing these kind of things, we're not going to feel the highest amounts of highs. This like silly, giggle, elation kind of playfulness. I don't know if you seek that, but that is something that I desire to bring to life in me. The deep loves, the orgasmic loves, the deep belly laughs, the, you know, limitless potential in business, the friendships that feel like, oh my God, you fucking get me. Like, things like that. There's also the alternative of, yeah, it may not work out. Are you okay in that? Are you okay in knowing that it's not going to be perfect? Your health is going to do things. Your wealth is going to do things. Your relationship is going to do things. Money, sex, power, they're going to fluctuate. But with each wave that comes, can you learn how to surf with it? Going with it. You know, my favorite analogies is always like about surfing. Like if you've ever gone surfing, oh, like I love it so much, but it's so hard getting out into the water, especially like my little chicken nugget self, like trying to crash through the waves. This is life, right? Like you take your surfboard, you're like, oh, so beautiful. I really want to go do something. Okay, let's go. You get into the water and you're like getting smacked in the face with water. You're like board is smacking you you somehow have to like flip your body onto the board and you're like <sighs> okay i have arrived <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like fuck now i gotta catch a wave and sometimes you face plant you do the things and then all of a sudden you catch the most perfect wave when you're on that board it is like this freeing you're just going with the wave you're just i mean you're leading and guiding whatever but like you're you're riding the wave it feels so good because you just worked your butt off to get there and then your psychopath self gets there admires the wave and goes and does it again that's life it doesn't have to be perfect it's gonna smack you in the face there's gonna be water up your nose there's gonna be salt in your eye you're gonna get like Things like that. But when we choose to claim the joy, to enjoy life in as many facets that we can allow ourselves to be, it becomes a co-creation. It becomes the creation. Right? Instead of living in this fear of what if my heart breaks? What if my business fails? What if, you know, I don't get asked on that date? What if 
he does this what if she does this what if they do this oh my god what ha like living in this box of like oh my god so let me just control things and let me keep it perfect what are you missing out on and that is going to look different for each and every one of you but can you claim that instead of looking for someone to come in and be like you already bing here you go like can you just claim the right moment? Can you just accept and actually love the fact that it's not going to be perfect? But also understand how much you're going to learn about yourself in the process. This is why I love the work that I do. Like the women that come into my world, it's like, usually they've been hyper ups. It's very type A women. Like I love them because they're so me. <laughs> but it's very much like that it's like i'm controlling my food i'm controlling my work i've achieved this much i've done this much why is nothing working and it's like because your nervous system is dysregulated boo boo we can do so much but can we be in the receiving can our nervous system relax to receive otherwise we keep repeating these cycles like that's a big one that keeps happening especially when i was in gut health it was like like i'm good for like two weeks and then this keeps repeating and it was these same practices i'm teaching you in unbreakably bold that defines that like our first pillar that we're touching in unbreakably bold is health and trauma because it's it's so <laughs> crucial our basic needs our human needs to support the transitions of life need to be met and we need to downregulate the nervous system especially nowadays when everything's overactive so that we can call these things in and have consistency it's not about these quantum leaps i'm here for it i love them i'm open to it but when it comes to our boldness our bravery our confidence our things it's not a quick fix it's not amazon prime it's stretching your nervous system so that it could hold the capacity and have consistency and that that's why you know the women that have gone through my gut programs and things like that it's like one and done like it's a it's a continuation game and then we move on to the self-development and the leadership and turning our grief into gold and creating rock and businesses that's why i love this job but that's it right like it's figuring out how to have the consistency in our life to have the best be the best within that day right and it can i don't mean consistency like every single day is perfect and i get eight hours of sleep and i have an orgasm every night and my honey loves me and my best friend loves me and i make millions of dollars every single day and it's so consistent it's like are you consistent is your energy consistent in a world that is wildly inconsistent are you unbreakable in this life patterning that we have and that's how we learn to walk with duality that is how we lead with a healing heart that is how this life becomes a creation of our own a vision of our own this is why like one of my favorite things is like confidence and stuff like it's not you know i didn't wake up and feel like this one day <laughs> Like, I was that girl in college that if my best friend went to the other side of the bar, I got so mad at her because she left me alone. 
I'd be like a little quiet. I was loud if I was drunk, but I was very quiet and shy and always had these self-deprecating thoughts, which is what led to the eating disorders. Like, it wasn't this thing. This was created. <laughs> and, like, everyone has that potentiality inside of them. It's... This is why when I say, like, when it comes to health and stuff like that, it's so much more than just, like, thinking of a concept. It's putting the structure, the strategy, the organization into our life. Hi, Kelsey. <laughs> into our life. Because we can't just think it and make it so. I was interviewing my friend Tanya yesterday for the podcast, and that's, like, what we were talking about because she's had so many pivots and so much success in her life and all these kind of things. And I was like, why do you think that is? And she's, like, talking about vision boards. And then we're like, and... You have to get in the arena. You have to take the leaps. You have to invest. You have to get in the programs. You have to, you know, activate this inside of you. Actually put it into your nervous system. Not just hold up a picture of a million dollars. I did this before I understood any of the stuff. Like, I just, like, wrote myself a check for a million dollars and, like, stuck it on my board. But here I am only watching free content thinking like that's going to work. Like it's, it's one of those things where it's like we have to be real with ourselves and being okay with the fact that like we're not going to get it perfect. We gotta give, we're going to give it our best. There's not going to be a right time unless we claim it. You know, I'm going to feel like an imposter. That's okay. How can I use that as a form of activation to see what other hat when someone else has something and it fucking triggers me and it activates me? How can I use that to be like, huh, that's the part of me I have not yet stepped fully into right so use these three days you have lifetime access to these for you on instagram you gotta come hang out here so just message us duality and you guys can come hang out hi and you guys can get it but use these three days right i'm not ready yet imposter syndrome and perfectionism use these three things to walk with you and really help you overcome the thing and claim your life Right? Like your life gets to be a creation. Your life gets to be something that you are proud of. You know, we get one. If the one thing that losing my mother has taught me is that we get one and it's so quick. It is so fucking quick. And if we don't respond to it and take reaction, we're going to be 97 sitting there going... fucking do it. I repeated my cycles. I did my things. I, what have you, you know, people don't get to the end of their life and they're like, wow, I really regret going all in on that business or my self-development or that relationship. No, you hear the stories all the time. The things they regret they did not do. Don't let that be your story because of the duality, because of the in-between, because of the broken heart, because of the trauma, because of the loss. Take ownership over that. Let it lead you. Let it be this story that you tell that becomes medicine to other people. Let it be one of these kind of things. I get to talk about my traumas and what it used to mean to me was that I was broken and that this was my cycle and that I was a statistic and this runs in my family and this is how it's going to be and I'm going to have all these problems. 
And I said, no, thank you. I don't think so. I'm okay. <laughs> to be intentional. That's my gift. That's my biggest freaking wish for you. And that is what Unbreakably Bold is, right? It's for that woman that's ready to shed her story. It's for that woman that is ready to stop living in trauma responses and, you know, being trapped by these thought patterns and repeated patterns and dynamics and things like that. And that doesn't mean you have to, you know, blow up your business, end your relationship and do this. All. Like you, you can create your life, the one that you're in. You can just amplify the existence of what, what is currently happening so that you feel empowered. So you can have conscious conversations. So you can learn how to sit with your shadow and use that. Because the thing that we fear is the thing that is drowning us and the thing that keeps us distance. And so when we look at it, there's this whole module inside of Unbreakably Bold around the shadow and around the sacred anger and all the kind of things that I used to fear. Because when you sit in that, you set yourself free. And in these eight weeks, that's what we're doing. And I know sometimes people will sit and they'll go, but group programs, oh, people are going to see my pain. I've never regretted going into a group program. The day my breakup happened, I got in camera with 11 women and I just cried. And it was the most expansive thing in the world. I've never felt more loved in my life and it was the scariest thing. I've been in masterminds for years now and when you feel like you don't belong in your surrounding community, some of my best friends are people I've met in programs like this. That's why I wanted to create something named so boldly of Unbreakably Bold, talking about confidence, talking about leadership, talking about shifting our new paradigm, talking about recreating our story and telling it in a way to recreate and start chapter two. Like that is a bold as fuck. And to have women celebrate with you and talk about how may, that might be a little bit cringy and a little bit scary and to walk with you and to celebrate and to be like be in your back pocket and be like, ah, like, I can't even begin to tell you what medicine that is for the soul. And if that fear is for you about being seen, let that be your shadow to shed light on. That's the invitation of why. Right? So like I said, this program, we're going to be starting in May. It's going to be eight weeks. You're going to have lifetime access to the module. It's going to be community. It's going to be group. It's going to be a party. <laughs> You're going to walk away understanding first the health and the trauma side of things because I truly do believe you need the self-knowledge. How your body works. Instead of just being reactive of like, oh shit, I have a flare-up of, oh shit, I'm having a panic attack of, oh shit, I'm depressed. Oh shit, my skin's doing this. Of, oh shit, blah, 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 all these kind of things. It's how do we get ahead of that and prevent it? And that only comes from understanding our nervous system and understanding our health. I don't see people talking about that enough in this nervous system work. I see it very spiritual based. I see it very energy based. But there's a science to it that we do have to understand to balance, to have regulation, to be able to hold the transition. And then we're moving into talking about self-leadership, right? Like this is the rise from the ashes. This is moving away from the grief and turning and alchemizing it and really standing in this. So you're no longer a victim to your life. 
and people will see this and that's what moves us into the confidence right like that fucking magnetism that magnetism the showing up to your life whether it be in business whether it be in relationship whether it be in setting boundaries whether it be in setting new standards it's how to use your voice in such a powerful way that people sit there and they're like like that is a woman what is that and you've probably met people in your life like that that's the feedback that i've been getting from my friends when they're watching this they're like what <laughs> they're like whatever drink your juicing since this breakup like it is powerful like that's what i want to bring to the world because imagine a world of women that led and themselves with this energy of healed energy of bold unbreakable energy instead of comparison and nitpicking and pulling at ourselves and feeling insecure and you know living out these things and thinking men will validate us and thinking or women or whoever you they all the kind of people thinking outside sources will validate us and actually sitting in the safety of us what safety will we create for the universe for the people especially with everything that's going on nowadays it's like we do this for us for you that then penetrates to your family to the ones you love to your friends that then penetrates to more people this is how we change the way healing is done and i haven't seen people do it the way that i do it right like i've done so many things over the last six years so many certifications so many programs so many mentorships all these kind of things and sometimes i felt like a little bit Things were too woo-woo for me. I love that stuff, but sometimes my very left brain wants structures and strategies. What do I do every day? What's my routine? What's going on? Why, how do I keep this consistent? Like what's going on here? Beyond just like, trust your womb and what's your womb telling you? Like that stuff doesn't work for me. I don't know about you, but it doesn't work for me. Sorry to my friends that do that, um, but it doesn't. I love system and strategies. I love the masculine with the feminine. So the flow with the strategy. And so I'm gonna teach you how to become that version of you, that bold version of you, that unbreakable version of you, that confident and magnetic and you know the one that has that voice where it's just like, there's so much wisdom in the words that come out because of the story that you've walked through. Because what you've walked through wasn't just meant for you. It was meant to be shared as a lesson to help other people rise, to, con to convey this message, to spark this joy, to create your life. And so if you're interested in joining this, like I said, it's limited spots available and it's by application only. So you'll see on the landing page, there's an application. Fill it out. Me or my team will email you, set up a time that you and I can have a little coffee date and we can have a conversation and see if it's a good fit. If you want to just straight and book in a call because you're more interested and you're like, maybe one-on-one -on -one is more my jam, you can email me. Actually, no, don't email me. I'll put the link for a roadmap call. So it'll be a strategy call. We're gonna talk about your roadblocks. We're gonna talk about, I'm gonna ask you a series of questions just to get to know you a little bit better. And then from that, we're gonna come up with a game plan. What would be the best direction for you? Because I know when I was in the middle of this, I was like, there's so many directions to go, I don't know. So I'm gonna sit with a coffee, we're gonna have a conversation. As always, there is no pressure in the way my brand is, my team knows that, 
I don't do that. I don't chase. I don't do anything. It is, I trust your own timing, right? I will be honest with you about speaking about your roadblocks if it's around money, if it's about time, if it's about, you know, creating the perfect thing. My coaching style is to, prom I will promise to always be honest with you because we're looking to change that in you. We're looking to shed a light on what we usually use as excuses and really activate that bold leadership in yourself. So I will be honest about that, but I will not be chasing you. There is no pressure. I fucking hate that shit, especially with Instagram nowadays. I'm like, all the kind of things. I'm like, please, no, I don't want to buy your shit. But if your soul is like, this is what I want, and your mind is sitting there going, but you have this, 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 this. It's not the perfect time. Your relationship is like this. This is good. Like, sit in that. Because is your relationship like this because you're dysregulated? Is the fact that your finances aren't in order because you're dysregulated and we're soothing with buying things or drinking things or overspending or things like that? Or alternatively, we have this like attachment to money where we don't want to spend anything. Is it you know, looking for the most opportunity, like being able to sit in the space of like, what is that roadblock coming up for me? And can I, can I walk through it? Because y'all, I've been through all of them. Like I said, I've been doing this for seven, six years, every single one. It just gets, you just learn more about it and you regulate your nervous system because it's looking at like the thing that we're making an excuse about is usually the byproduct of a dysregulated nervous system and we're in a response mechanism that usually leads to us overspending or relationship being a mess or not going after the career that we want or waiting for this kind of sale to come through until we actually take the leap not realizing we aren't making the sale because our body is dysregulated like it's really being honest about these things right and knowing i got your freaking back it is eight weeks. It is a transformation where you're going to come out feeling so whole, so bold, so brave, so vocalized, so like setting this new standard for your life that sets the tone for everything else. Right? So I love you. Thank you so much for spending these three days with me. There's the one thing in life we never get back is time. We can make a whole bunch of money. We can do that kind of stuff. We can't get our time back. And the fact that you spend your time with me whether it's here on facebook or here on instagram like that means the absolute fucking world to me so thank you and if this is all you can tap into perfect i would love to hear what came up for you how you what you benefit from it and if you can share it with someone i love that that's how we grow this that's why we have bold conversations with people but if you're ready to take that leap i would love to invite you inside of unbreakably bold to connect, to grow, to alchemize our grief and turn it into fucking gold. It's going to be magic. But mm. I love you. And I'll see you somewhere on the internet. Happy healing. Bye. Mm. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you know anyone that would benefit from hearing a conversation like this, please share. How we get the word out about this is you cute little Instagram posts and sharing with people you love. And if you have the time, if you feel called to write a review and give us a rating, a subscribe, all the things to help us grow this, to share this, to get this message out there, to help people heal their way to happy. But, and if you would like to come join for Unbreakably Bold, the information will be in 
the show notes to come hang out, to apply there, to join us on this eight-week journey in May. So I love you and I will see you in the next episode.